0: that you're on your period because you're sure acting like it. Can't. I used that one three weeks ago to get out of good sex. Uh, then you're gonna have to go with what I like to call the path of yeast resistance. No, Tony. I am not gonna tell that man that I have a yeast infection. Women use that excuse all the time. Why do you think some sneaky male scientist invented that one day cure <laughs> i don't care what other women do tony joan doesn't joan will if she wants to avoid hello sex with actor boy <laughs> so get home and get to scratch to-
1: hey guys it's your host once again mandy b here with another episode of period sis brought to you by none other than the official box owner we get into it guys this week we are talking y'all see the title a little itch a little stench we are discussing yeast infections this goddamn week no trigger warning needed although I am very very certain that if you are listening to this episode you too have experienced a yeast infection we talk about it sometimes we like to kind of Go through it and act like it ain't there when we know it's there. Maybe it's on the onset. How do we tell our partners? That's what we are discussing this week. I am joined by a good friend, another podcaster. Um, I will be introducing her shortly to you, but I want you guys to get into it. Yes, we're taking it there. Y'all know, no boundaries off limits. Our journeys of womanhood is not easy. And y'all know it. So, Stay tuned. Let's go. It's another tale of womanhood for women by women. So, y'all, this episode started with a little itch. (laughs) With a little, with a little itch, with a little stench. With a little (laughs) what is going on down there? No, I'm just playing. I'm just like, I told you I had to start it off light. So, guys, we are having that episode i am joined today by chelsea who is one third of the black girls texting podcast Hello. and y'all it, it took a while for us to get here huh yeah because you're gallivanting uh-uh, we're not gonna do that because <laughs> i don't know what gallivanting even means we're not gonna go there globe trotting <laughs> we're not doing that chelsea um hey stop deflecting we're gonna get into the topic okay i know Guys, nervous. if you if you couldn't tell by the episode, um, I mentioned it in the intro. We are discussing the day-old issue of the yeast infection. Bum, bum. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so When starting this podcast, I came up with all of these topics that I know a lot of us as women steer clear from. We don't even talk about it often with our friends, our family, even our mom. I can't remember growing up and being like, "Mom, so I think I have a yeast infection." Like, again, I I know that there was, you know, she told me, "Don't stay in my swimsuit too long," mm-hmm. um, after coming in the pool, or you know, them coochie cutters was gonna make my pussy fall off or something. <laughs> um, but we never really educated ourselves, even growing up, on a yeast infection. Or how common it is. Yeah. Um, so Chelsea, we kind of had this conversation. I came to you and we were trying to come up with a, a topic. And I did. I think I came to you with, well, would you feel comfortable talking about yeast infections? And I think even you were like, wait, are they going to know who I am? <laughs> and I was just like, bro, I guess.
0: <laughs> I know. We really act like people like everyone has not gotten one or will get one. And no,
1: I, I'm pretty certain, and I don't know the statistics of it, but I am certain. Actually, here we go. Yeast infections affect three out of four women at some point in their lifetimes, and many experience at least two episodes of it. At least, so there we go. There we go. Um, and guys, I I, I wanted to have look. I said guys, but we know it's mostly gals listening. Um. <laughs> I wanted to have this conversation again, because I do want to normalize our vaginal health and speaking about the things that we as women experience often. So, so Chelsea, I guess, do do you want to kind of get into that? Like, how do you know, or when have you known that what was going on there has been a yeast infection? Like, and have you had this conversation openly? Like, let's just get down to the nitty gritty. Have you had a yeast infection before?
0: Absolutely, <laughs> I think the first time it was in college, and I was in like a, a long-term relationship. So I was, you know, having sex, and I was like, "It it hurts. It's uncomfortable. Um, there is a strange smell. Um, there is a lot of stuff in my underwear." I was like, "What is wrong with me? Like, did he give me some sort of a disease?" <laughs> I did not know what was happening. And I experienced it alone. Like I didn't want to talk to my friends about it. I didn't ask my mom about it. I was just like very confused and like googling things. Um, And yeah, and it was an it was a combo. It was a yeast and BV.
1: Okay, which is also coming, And I haven't yet had that conversation. But so with the yeast infection, you said you went through it alone. Did you realize if your boyfriend at the time knew that something else was happening down there?
0: Well, you'd be surprised. It's, men are nasty. Um, it's not it's be, like... <laughs> I
1: would be surprised that men yeah, are nasty. Actually, you,
0: you know. <laughs> it did not stop any show. Um, but for me, it made me uncomfortable. It made me insecure. Um, when I was just confused about what was happening and I was like, but I'm, because that's the thing people will say like, Oh, you're dirty. But it's like, no, I'm actually, I actually started probably over cleaning myself because I was like, what is happening? Like I just showered. I, you know, and this is still happening. Um, because if it does happen to you, like the only way to really get rid of it is to see a doctor.
1: It's so funny that you brought up that you were overly clean. So you weren't sure like why it wasn't going away or where you got it from. Because I remember I was, I would say maybe 17. Um, And I I, I definitely was around that. I was a junior and my boyfriend at the time went to Morehouse. Mm. And (laughs) we, of course, were also having sex. And I remember... My friend at the time, she was, you know, of course, as women, we want to be extra wet during sex. Mm-hmm. So I remember she got me these suppositories and they oh, looked Lord. like little tiny eggs. And it came with an applicator that you put up into your puss, but it was essentially supposed to make you more wet. What? And girl, it was, it was, a, listen. Listen, I just (laughs) took it, put it in my pussy and was like, ooh, I'm going to be leaking tonight. And literally I was for the next week and a half because it completely messed with my pH. It messed with everything in there. And I was like, I guess I was kind of the same. I was like, did he give me something? Was it the end? But I realized like that was the only thing that had changed was I tried the suppository. And it's funny because I think a lot of us, you know, want to smell better down there and there's all these different products that really aren't that great to be putting up inside of us and it definitely triggered a whole ass yeast infection.
0: Yeah yeah it's crazy like the products that are marketed to, to us like douche I mean I feel like that's kind of old school but I feel like our parents definitely did that um, and that's horrible for your fajina um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like any little thing can kind of throw your vagina off. And that's something that you're not really taught. You just kind of experience and then learn.
1: Um, and so I, I also want to ask, when you finally did go to the doctor and they mentioned that it was a yeast infection and BV, did, did they give you any inclination or any you know, way to tell the difference between the two or ways to prevent it? Was there any conversation that you even had with the doctor? Um, Because clearly you you said you weren't comfortable having this conversation with your friends, uh, your boyfriend. So did you actually go into detail and ask your doctor
0: anything? Yes, actually. I think one thing I will say is like when I have a doctor's appointment, I'm like, I'm getting my money's worth. So I asked every single question Um, And what I learned was that I learned about pH balance um, in that moment. I learned that, you know, even like changing your soap or being in a wet bathing suit, like you said, or having sex with someone new or sperm can cause your vagina to like freak out. Um, So, yeah, I I learned in that moment, thanks to the doctor.
1: Um, And it's crazy that you did say that because that's literally how common it can be for us ladies. And I don't think men understand that, but mm-hmm. we can, again, you, you mentioned the swimsuit. We can also get it from different antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Um, I know as su- you know, and that comes from, say you have an ear infection ladies and you go to the doctor and they give you antibiotics. Um, a lot of times um, What I would suggest as a woman, because antibiotics, what it does is it does actually mess up your pH balance, which then leads to a yeast infection. So mind you, I have a huge sinus issue. So ears, nose, throat, I get a lot of just infections in that area. And so anytime I go and get antibiotics for these things, I automatically request a diflucan. A diflucan Mm. is normally a pill that is just a one-time pill. And what you can do is you can take it to prevent you from getting a yeast infection. Um, yeah. Of course, we all know about Monistat. Monistat is like over the counter. Um,
0: Have you tried it? You said what? Have you tried Monistat?
1: So I have tried Monistat. Um, the thing is, so there are three different ones. If I'm not mistaken, there's a one pill one, there's a three mm-hmm. day Monistat, and I think there is a seven day Monistat. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have an experience with Monistat?
0: Oh yes, I do. <laughs> oh,
1: was it was a good one? A bad
0: one? I think I took the wrong one because I'm like this. Okay, this company has been in existence for a while, so maybe I messed up. Um, but I took the, uh, the one day one. Cause I'm like, oh, I need this to go away.
1: Okay. And did you, the, did you take the one day one that
0: it is the insert and then the, the yes. external cream? Yes. So it's like okay. a little egg yep. that you insert. And yeah, it comes with a cream. Um, and when I tell you my vagina was like on fire, it was burning. Really? Yeah. It was, I don't know if it was like too aggressive because it was the one day one, but I was like, like it hurt to pee.
1: How do you know, I mean, it was that a conversation that you've had later? Like, do you know if there's something in Monistat that didn't, you know, mesh well with your body or have you also tried the maybe three day
0: and didn't have the same experience? That was my first and last monostat <laughs> experience. <laughs> oh, you were scared. I was scared, but I think it has something to do with the concentration because I did do the one day. Um, and that was just it was too powerful, I think
1: that that would make sense um yeah. especially just because it's a it's a medic it's a dosage of medication that your body is not used to right um, So I wanted to ask you as well, are you on birth control? I am so, um, for the ladies listening, if there's anyone listening and you maybe experience a lot of yeast infections like outside of the norm of just the one or two that they say that every woman may experience in their life. Increased estrogen levels are another reason why women have a higher chance of getting yeast infections. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have high dose estrogen birth control pills, um, that is another reason why your pH may be off and it may be why you're now experiencing a little itch and a little stench down there. That's Mm going to be the name of this title. It has to be a little itch, a little stench. I'm turning red. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see you. No one can see you. They will see your picture though with the title on your audiogram. So I hope you're okay with, (laughs) you know, just smiling with a little itch and a little stench next to you. Um, Honestly, there's
0: so much shame around something that is so, Common and like I think that's why I was like I actually really want to talk to you about this especially yes. because you have this podcast for women um and hopefully men will listen too because sometimes they can be judgmental and have the little jokes online and your mom had a yeast one. infection before
1: they talk about us baking breads in our vagina. They talk about the cottage cheese. They talk about, you know, the smell of fish, which I mean, Jesus, like, and that's the thing. They don't realize how complicated it is down there, but also the fact that they are the reason, right? (laughs) a lot of times for the reason. So it's, and this is something that we actually found out right before recording. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, not that we found out. I actually told Chelsea that men could get yeast infections. And she was like, girl, what? So let me t- let me read this for you guys. Me- because men can't actually get yeast infections, um, which can lead to a condition known as bellinitis, which is an yeah. inflammation of the head of their penis. Um, yeast infections are also common in men. And the fungus that causes yeast infections, which is called candida, is normally present on skin, especially moist skin. So I would assume when them niggas have little sweaty balls and a sweaty penis from playing basketball, it's a possibility that maybe if they stay in them sweaty boxers too long, you know, and then they come and put them sweaty balls and shafts in our little holes, it just tears us up.
0: Yeah. There was this post that I think I shared with you on Instagram as well, and they were talking about that. They were talking about how when men wear like boxers that aren't the right fit for their bodies, um, that can cause bacteria from sweat and chafing. Um, they talked about how when you don't shave or manscape, you know, when it's like too much hair, it can cause like little rips in the vagina that can also cause infections. So, oh, wow. Men, y'all have to take a little responsibility as well
1: they definitely do.
0: Um I wanted to
1: see too if I could find um the screenshots because I definitely think it's important that men and women know that this is this is a part of kind of life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say like womanhood because again, it is a part of a, a little bit adulthood as well. Um also just the, I am an advocate on, of course, sexual liberation, but I think that's very important to state too, that a yeast infection can come from multiple partners and that's whether you're having protection or not. Um, So the friction, if you're not wet enough um, or if you are exchanging bodily fluids with someone else, um, and again, like Chelsea was saying, just you know, the exchanging of, of sweat or, or fluids. Even can the
0: co- mouth, if you're not, if your mouth is not clean, that's extra bacteria that you're introducing when you're giving a girl head. Because I could not wait to see you and kiss you <laughs> and do that other thing you denied me before I left. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's, uh, what's wrong? I can't. Why not? Do I have airplane breath?
1: No, no. Sweetie, your breath is fine. It's me.
0: Wait, but your period isn't for, uh, another week. It's not that. Then what is it? Oh, hey, Joan, are are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I, I just, I... I have a yeast whoa, 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 whoa. Okay,
1: it's not the plague. It's just a little La, itch. la, 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 la.
0: Ew. Don't they have a one-day cure? Cure?
1: Uh, yeah. And we gonna say it like Cardi B. If you just had a bacon, egg, and cheese. Just say you know, that. You know what I mean? You, had, you eating the chopped cheese. And then you eating my pussy. Now my pussy about to smell like chopped cheese. And now I got... Motherfucking burger grease in my pussy. Exactly. Um I did want to talk about some of the things that women, maybe you should have your partners do prior to sex. And again, this does come from um, Chelsea, what you sent me. One of, I think the most important things, and ladies, this is where it becomes important that you take control of your health. Um, don't wait for your partner to do these things if you notice that they're not going to do them it's a reason why i also advocate for women to carry their own condoms Mm -hmm. um one of the most important things and especially right now we we COVID aside before a man goes to put his hands in between your legs be sure that his hands are washed
0: um god yes (laughs) If you have some dirty fingernail man touching you down there, you will absolutely contract a yeast infection.
1: Um, have you had that experience? Because you know what's crazy? I mean, of course, there is, you know, maybe you're at the movie theater and he moves his hand <laughs> over to you. And of course, again, pre-COVID, a lot of us weren't just walking around with hand sanitizer or a lot of people, I mean, mostly the whites, but some of us
0: too, we're not washing our hands after everything. Um, right. no, I mean, absolutely. And I think another part of it is, you know, for women, y- there are things you can do to make yourself like less prone because, you know, at times something spontaneous might happen and he might not be able to wash his hands. Um, but like if you are taking a uh, probiotics, for example, that, like, really helps.
1: Okay. And probiotics, uh, would you recommend, like, the, like, a pill, a capsule? Is it, it – because, I mean, I hear probiotics and I automatically think of yogurt.
0: See, everyone does. And I actually – so, okay. Basically, I went through a little stint where I was getting these, like, reoccurring in college. Okay. And that was when I was in a one-person relationship. So it wasn't about me, you know – smutting about as men might think. Um, yeah. And I, I was getting them like reoccurring. It was so, it was so like kind of traumatic, honestly. It's like your, it's your private part. Um, and I started going on YouTube and these girls were doing ridiculous things like putting a garlic clove up in their vagina or like putting yogurt, like, Popsicle cube. Gabrielle yeah, Union
1: actually shares in her book that she put like vanilla yogurt, yeah, like a fucking yo play yogurt in her vagina because she was about to have sex with someone, but she knew that there was a smell down there, and her friend suggested yogurt. Yes. So then, yeah so, so many if you, things. If you had this reoccurring, what are some things that you did to kind of stop that reoccurrence or or help
0: balance out uh, your your pH? So the first thing I did, I tried was I was eating yogurt. I was eating yogurt all the time. Um, then I got like the probiotic pills. Um, then I got like, uh, what was it called? Um, oh, boric acid suppositories. Okay. Um, so did those, What did you see,
1: feel that worked for you?
0: Honestly, I think it was a period of my body changing. Okay, um, I think that was one piece of it. I and think- shout out
1: to the other Chelsea I spoke with. Um, she actually talked about that with with your period. Like sure. your body does just undergo changes as a woman. And I mean, my period lately has been like not on the same cycle. Like it was nine days early, then four days early. Now I'm waiting, so it's like uh, you do enter different phases. In your body as well. I mean, I'm approaching 30, so I assume that could be why. Do you know what phase maybe you were in that you were experiencing back to back reoccurring yeast infections?
0: I mean, I was in college. It was the first time I was having like sex on a regular basis. Um, you know, it, it could have been a lot of things. It could have been like just my body changing, it could have been my boyfriend, he was cheating. Uh, Um, It could have been, it could have been a whole bunch of things, but like, I think my, what I really want to just drive home is that it happens, (laughs) you know, like it happens. Um, Talk to your doctor. I know my doctor actually said that the only like, uh, you know, I spoke a lot about like home remedies, but one home remedy that they actually uh, will suggest if you have reoccurring ones is the boric acid suppositories.
1: Okay, and that you can just buy at like
0: Walgreens or Vitamin yeah. Shop or any of your local local drugstores. Yeah, or like Amazon. I know we're not supposed oh. to support them, but yeah, Amazon I mean, <laughs> girl, they got everything. Child. They have everything. <laughs>
1: kind of we just kind of can't help it. I know. Um, I guess it so you're you're older now, you're out of college. Um, have you found it easier to communicate? Um, what's going on down there with either your partner or
0: your friends now? Oh my God. That's such a good question. It's crazy because I think that there is still so much shame. Like if I were to get that, you know, and I know my boyfriend loves me and like is mature and has experienced a girl with a yeast infection, I'm sure. Um, I think I would still be like embarrassed, which is so stupid.
1: I, I, Well, then I'm actually glad that you're having this conversation with me because hopefully if you hear this back, you will hear yourself saying that it's stupid, Um, especially knowing that this is something that you went through. And to me, I think that this allows you also the, the room to be an educator in this space with maybe even your partner. Like, listen, babe, women get these. I don't know if you know that or not, like- um, maybe you went down on a girl and you thought she didn't smell right. Well, maybe that was because she was experiencing this and this is very normal. You know what I mean? I I think that there is shame, like you said, because a lot of men and social media put shame on our smell, our, our, our discharge, how wet we are, how dry we are. We have a whole song called WAP now. Mm-hmm. So we feel like we should be wet, but honestly, there's a, Certain type of wetness that may not be good either. Yeah.
0: Um, and then and Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, you know, whop, right? It's it's even between women. It's not only the men, it's other women as well. Like I saw a post and it was like, oh, my my pussy's mad clean. Look at my underwear. And it was like totally clean underwear. And people were like, Well, actually, your body is supposed to have a certain amount of discharge, like that's how your vagina's cleaning itself. So like you posting this is right. It's, it's also just
1: continued like misinformation and almost slight ignorance Yeah, because I will say, like you said, because there is shame around this, a lot of women choose to not inform themselves either, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I, and I, I do, I think it's important that we do. I like that you even brought up that you actually should have some sort of discharge, ladies. Um, yeah. That is normal. Um, but I think it's also important that you're aware of your vagina to where you're not waiting for an itch or for your pee to for it to burn when you use the bathroom. But as soon as you feel your body changing, you should be like, oh, my pee was actually a little was a little dark. I know I need more water intake mm-hmm. or or maybe i am a little bit too moist ladies something that i would suggest as a tip if you notice you are one of those who are just wet a lot and this is wet without having you know some sort of infection but i know it uh for a while i was just super wet mm-hmm. wet all the time and i was just like okay after a while i i i did i was getting yeast infections cuz i just sat in my wetness yeah so Something that I would suggest is a panty liner. Mm -hmm. And this can be used when you're not on your period. But if you notice that you are very moist down there or even in the summertime, I mean, I know we're cooling down now, but if you're in an area where it's very, you know, humid and you are wet down there, that moisture can create yeast and that infection can happen. So using something as simple as a panty liner, of course, not fragranced and hopefully organic, uh, using a panty liner to eliminate that moisture, that's very important. So it's funny because, of course, in the bedroom, we want it to be really wet. But you also have to know that during the day and, and going about your normal routine, you want to eliminate the moisture down there, um, as much as possible, actually.
0: Absolutely, and one thing I will also say is, it's it's you know learning your body, as you said, it's gonna be trial and error. Not everything works for every body. I tried the NuvaRing as a form of birth control, and for me, that just makes my vagina too wet. Like, oh,
1: okay, I've never heard of that side effect on the
0: NuvaRing. Yeah, it can cause like a lot of discharge. Um, okay. And so it just feels like moist all day. And I'm like, oh no, you know? So like you have to just learn your body and and give it some grace.
1: <laughs> I, come on, give it some grace. You know? So something too I like I, I like to do before we get out, I do like for you to either le- leave a tip or a bit of advice um, to the ladies listening. And honestly, um, I would say maybe, what you are telling yourself as well to make yourself more comfortable with this reoccurrence or when it does come about again, what's, what bit of advice would you give to someone who is also experiencing maybe reoccurring, um, yeast infections?
0: Yeah, I think a few things. The first thing, maybe like if you're having sex or or sexually active, Um, you have to communicate it because if you just keep having sex on a yeast infection or keep having sex when something's not right, you're just going to keep making it worse. You know, Mm. so you have to, I know you might want to please your partner, but you have to take care of your body. Um, the second thing I would say is it happens to everyone. Beyonce has had a yeast infection you know everyone, all Beyonce with the yeast infection like everyone with a <laughs> vagina has gotten one or maybe they haven't experienced it yet but they will um and so I think we need to just take care of each other better and be kinder
1: <laughs> and no, that's I I, com- I completely agree and I do think that that is important again taking control of your own, Health does not only involve you going to the doctor. It doesn't only involve you going to get boric acid suppositories, but it does involve you speaking with your partner, Um, especially if you are having unprotected sex um, and there may be the chance that he may or may not have other partners. I think it is important that you openly discuss that Uh, Not only for STIs, but again, for pH balance and keeping you normalized down there. Um, I also think that we should normalize telling our partners, Mm -hmm. hey, babe, I would really love to have sex with you tonight, but it's something isn't right down there. And I want to be able to enjoy you because that's something else we have to be able to let them know that during this time sex is painful for us. It already hurts down there. We also don't enjoy it because our mind knows, Ooh, my discharge is going to be a little bit more creamy. (laughs) Uh, the smell isn't going to be the same. I hope it doesn't stink up the whole room. Like, so at the end of the day too, we will save ourselves kind of the, I guess, embarrassment and shame Mm -hmm. by literally just communicating babe, it's not a disease, but this is what happens to women because it happens. And so I think it's important too. And and you hit the nail on the head, Chelsea, with literally normalizing the conversation with not only yourself and feeling comfortable with yourself, but I do think it's just as important to be able to communicate that with your partner.
0: Yep, exactly. And if they have an issue with what a pussy does, then they don't deserve then to don't get yes. They They're
1: probably <laughs> too young and you need to check their ID at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, Chelsea, honestly, thank you, ma'am. I want to say thank you for having the balls, but I'm just going to say thank you for having the clit enough <laughs> to get up on this show and talk to me about what, again, a lot of women feel shame about and what a lot of men put shame on us about when, in fact, it's very, very, Normal. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you for having this conversation with me here on Period Sis. And for the ladies listening, um, if they want to hear more, because you do have a podcast, can you let them know um, kind of what you guys talk about and where they can find you?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I love talking about this with you, even though I know I'm going to turn red, but that's stupid because everyone gets yeast infections. <laughs> um, so I have a podcast. It's called Black Girls Texting. We talk about everything that you talk about in your group chat. So check us out. Oh,
1: so y'all be talking about dick pics and how mm-hmm. a man wasn't good enough for you, baby. And then memes. Memes and gifs. Tell me you say gifs and not gifs. I say Gifs. Oh Jesus! All right, I think I'm I think I'm losing that one. Well, um, guys, I will be putting the link for you guys to tune into Black Girls Texting podcast in the description of this episode, as well as Chelsea. Go ahead and drop
0: your handle. See, Where can they follow you? <laughs> you can follow me and my non itchy vagina at chelspinky on Instagram. That's
1: Chelsea. Chelsea, thank you again so much for joining me. And as always, guys, stay tuned for some stats and facts. Yes, we're talking a little bit more about the itch and the stitch. So stay tuned. (laughs) Bye, guys. If I told y'all how long it took for Chelsea and I to record this episode, we went back and forth and I think she sent me like 35,000 other topics because, of course, these type of conversations are not easy to have. Um, again, beautiful girl, make sure you guys check out Black Girls Texting. Again, hilarious because these are not the easiest conversations to have. As always, I want to leave y'all with a few stats and facts. Um, I believe I said this in the episode, but do know that 75% of women are likely to have at least one yeast infection during their lifetime and nearly half have two or more. I am the nearly half, we've had them. Again, you can get them so commonly. It's just almost a part of life. Also just know that vaginal yeast infections are the second most common cause of abnormal vaginal discharge in the US. The first being bacterial vaginosis. I definitely hope to have that conversation as well soon. Um, There is over the counter medication for it because it is common. Don't feel insecure if you go to wipe and you see something that looks off. Sometimes things are off. Again, this is why you have to kind of know your body. Look down there, smell her, taste her, make sure that she's not out of whack. And if she is out of whack, just get her back in tune. It's okay because you have to be in tune with yourself before anything else. And again, We can smell ourselves, we can taste ourselves, we can see ourselves. So become one with your vagina. Or, you know, as we say it, your box. Make sure that box is all right. Again, make sure you guys join our mailing list over at officialboxowner.com. Thank you all for tuning in to yet another episode of Period Sis. And I'll see you again this week on Wednesday for another episode. All right, y'all. Until we meet again. Bye, bye, bye.
0: Okay, and what about yeast infections? So what yeast, makes them happen? Yeast
1: infections is overgrowth of the yeast. So the yeast gets happy. Sometimes if you've been on antibiotics, so if you've had chronic illness, if you're immunocompromised, you're at greater risk of developing more of these yeast infections. Okay. So some women are prone to them, and some of the yeast can be fancy yeast. So not all yeast is created equal. Mm-hmm. The more common yeast we can treat with over-the-counter things, so if you get itchy and red in that perineal area that I showed you, you can go to the pharmacy and get just over-the-counter yeast treatments. Mm-hmm. It's nice, it's